Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is no other than Watchmen on the Wall. This is End Time Global Worldwide Ministry. Giving honor to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Good to be here this afternoon. Sun is bright. The temperature's up. And uh, the Lord is just wonderful. He's, he's beyond my comprehension. As small as I am and as insignificant as I am, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. And that Lord God Almighty thinks that much of the world that he was willing enough to come down Amen. here and die. Die for our sins that we wouldn't be lost forever. And by his grace, by his love, by his long suffering, he made a way. And that way no other man could make. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father but by me. Amen. We thank the Lord for Brother Tim Jackson up there in LeBuck, Texas. Amen. He'll be coming in with me this afternoon. I appreciate him. Thank the world of him because he's a man of God. He loves the Lord. He's out to do what God has called him to do, and that is preach the gospel in season, out of season, when they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it, the gospel is going to be preached to the world and going to be Amen. a witness. Going to be a witness at the judgment. Amen. Nobody can say they didn't hear the gospel because God is going to make sure the whole world hears the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Right. There's no other there's no other deity, no other God, no other no other power than the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that's what we're gonna talk about this afternoon. That's what we're gonna go through the Word of God. We're gonna go all up in Genesis. We're gonna stop by Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Amen. If we have to, we'll come on down there to uh uh first and second chronicles. We'll stop by the prophets, Ezekiel, Daniel, Jeremiah. My, 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 my. I'm telling you, the word of God is wonderful. And so there won't be no excuses for nobody not knowing about Jesus Christ. That's the main culprit. That's the main main thing we're going to talk about, Jesus Christ, and what is to happen before he returns back to earth, because he is coming back. If I don't tell you nothing else, and I can shut down the, the Internet, I can tell you one thing. Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. He's coming back in power and in great glory. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can order him to go no other way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so what we're going to do this afternoon, we're going to talk about, amen, what is to happen, what is to happen before the rapture of the church? What unique things are going to take place? We're going to be talking about a whole lot of things, a whole lot of prophecy that has been fulfilled. Prophecies that's been fulfilled now and prophecies that's yet in the future is going to be fulfilled. We're going to break it down. Ooh, my God. It's going to break down that a few more events has to happen before the rapture. Ooh, just a few more. It ain't many because we don't been going on. We've been going on for 2,000 years. We hey, have been 2,000 years, and the 2,000 years is up. So we at the rock bottom. We at the... End time. I ain't talking about E-N-D. Yes, I'm talking about E-N-N-N-N-N-N-E-D. End yes, time. Sir. Jesus Christ 
is on his way back. The church age is almost over. We're getting ready. To look, we're getting ready to leave here. I'm telling you the truth now. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't talking behind the pulpit. I'm talking behind my house. Amen. I'm talking about in my kitchen. I'm at the table. I got my Bibles out. I done prayed. I've been waiting for this moment, and I'm waiting every time I time to come on. Me and brother brother Tim is waiting to tell you the good news. Jesus Amen. loves you. Jesus loves you. He loves Amen. you so much that he died. He literally died the physical death. See, when he died the physical death, he paid, paid, P-A-I-D. He paid the whole price of the sins of the world on the cross. He made a way that we can escape the damnations of hell. And that's what, ooh, if he don't save me for nothing else, he saved me because he loved me, and he saved me because he don't want me to go to hell. Now, that's, that's love, brother. That's love. That's nothing but love. So there's nobody making excuses saying, well, I didn't know, and um, uh, I am not ready yet, and I ain't got time for that stuff right now. Uh, I, I done been to church, and I really, I, some of them church folks acting up, I don't see where, they, where, where, where the Lord is in the church. No, it, the Lord's supposed to be in you. He's supposed to be in the building. You are the building. So if he's in you, you ought to know what you have received through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. We're so glad to be with you. What I'm going to do, I'm going to have prayer right now, and then I'm going to give it over to my brother and let him kick it off. Amen, because I know he's anxious, and so am I, but I give due respect. I appreciate this brother because he's been a great help to me in my ministry and, and, and getting this gospel out because I've been doing this for like almost 58 years. And I've been making repeats on top of repeats. I've been talking about the cross, woo, the cross rule of love, the cross rule of joy, the cross rule, and Jesus Christ is that cross rule. And we've been we've been pounding, he's been pounding for like 28 years or 27 years. Yeah, I've been pounding the gospel for at least to, uh, 57 years, and I haven't changed one bit because you can't change God's word. There's so many preachers, Amen. there's so many ways that people are trying to find another way to get to God. And the Jesus Christ said, I am the way. There's only Come one on, way. Doctor. There's only one heaven. There's only one baptism. And that baptism is through the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible say, not me. I ain't saying nothing. What I say is what the Bible say. Hebrews 9.22 said, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So there's no forgiveness nowhere. The Old Testament could not be forgiven, although that Old Testament blood sacrifice was a covering for sin. The only time sin could be forgiven, listen to what I'm saying, the only time that sin could be forgiven is on the third day morning of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You hear what I'm saying? It could only be forgiven after Jesus Christ died and suffered and come up from the grave on the third day morning. Now, from that time now until now, sin can be forgiven. Sin can be washed away. Sin can be destroyed. Why? Because the blood of Jesus Christ eliminates sins in your soul, in your, in your mind, and in your spirit. It cleanses your soul. It sanctifies your soul. Sanctification described in the Bible is to mean to be set apart. Set apart from sin. You are separated from sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
You can't separate it with Clorox. You can't separate it from going to church. You can't separate it from looking good. You can't separate it from shaking the preacher's hand. You can't separate it from singing in the choir. You can't separate it from nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. Except the man repent, he shall likewise perish. So you must be born again. Your sins must be washed in the blood, and your sin must be blotted out by the blood of Jesus Christ for how long? Forever. Forever. Salvation is free. Salvation is eternal. Salvation cannot be taken away from you. Once you've been born again, you cannot unborn nothing. You can't unborn nothing. When you're born physically, you cannot go back in your mother's womb and be born again. When you're born spiritually, you cannot go back to the cross and be born again. Jesus Christ was the final, final way for you to be born again. How? Spiritually. Not physically. Spiritually. The new birth comes by the Spirit of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. So what I'm saying, I'm saying, have you been born again Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? And if you haven't, it's time for you to wake up, and we're going to show you in the Scriptures. We're going to show you vividly in the Scripture what it is is said. It's time to wake up. Quit sleeping. The church needs to get back on the ball and quit quit trying to blame coronavirus. Woo! What? Don't blame coronavirus of you not going to church. You need to get in the church where they're preaching the whole Bible, the whole unfallible word of God from Genesis to Revelation, from, from Genesis from the beginning to the end of Revelation, because we are absolutely living in the last few hours, last few months, last few years. And we only got a few years left before Jesus Christ comes. And he will be here Woo! once we break it down for you. We're going to show you how close we are, how, uh, how, how close we are for the second coming of Jesus Christ. How close are we are to the rapture of the church? We're standing on the threshold. It's almost over. It is almost over, brothers and sisters. This is out of bizarre, and I ain't joking. I don't joke with the word of God. Tell you like it is. Now, here we are. We're going to give it over to the brother. I'm going to have prayer, then I'm going to give it to the brother. And he's gonna break he's gonna break the bread for y'all and let you listen to what the word of God said. Father, we come to you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We know you're God. We know where you come. We know you come from. We know where you come from. You came from nowhere because there was nowhere for you to come. Since you was everywhere, there's nowhere for you to go. And we know that you're the eternal God. You're the God of gods and the Lord of lords. And we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we break the word of, 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 of life, we want the Holy Ghost to come on in here and teach us and, pre- and, and, and correct us if we need any correction and let the world know that it's time to wake up. It's time to get busy. It's time to let the world know that Jesus Christ is getting ready to split the sky. And this is no plan matter. This is between your soul. Uh, your soul salvation can only come by one way, one way, and that is through Jesus Christ. As we go into the Word, Lord, we're gonna take our time. We're gonna meditate on it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give an explanation of what's going on in the world today. In Jesus' name, through Your Word, through Your Holy Spirit, and through Your love, I'm gonna say the church gonna say Amen, brother, brother Jackson. 
Dr. Jackson. Amen. Go ahead Amen. And with the word. Amen. 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 But I thought I was on. I had my phone on. I had my phone off on mute. <laughs> Amen. I thought, I thought I was on. Okay. Amen. All glory be to the most high, brother. Thank you. We thank the most high for this opportunity to be back on the air and preaching this gospel, preaching this word. Amen. I witnessed to a young man, amen, um, earlier today, and um, and he had a question. Amen. This question was, uh, who created God? Amen. <laughs> amen. And, and it reminded me of the conversation, yeah. brother, what you said. He said, God didn't come from anywhere because there was nowhere from him to, for him to come. come amen. On. Amen. And, that, and, and when you said that, brother, that just, it thought just reminded me of the conversation that I had with the young man today. Yes, sir. And what I shared with him was that uh, my experience with that, because I asked that question a long time ago when I first uh-huh. got saved. I said, wait a minute. I said, if God created us, who created God? Amen. Like the brothers say, God didn't come from anywhere because there's nowhere for him to come. <laughs> Amen. Come on. And as he told Moses, what did he tell Moses? He said, I am that I am. And what he, was saying was, what he was saying was, I am Alpha and Omega, Come the on. beginning and the end. Yeah. And to answer your question, to answer your question and, the, and how I answered his question, I told him the same way that the Holy Spirit presented to me over 23 years ago, yeah. uh, over 20 years ago when I got saved. I was reading the book about everlasting and how God and Christ has always existed. The Father, yes, the Son, sir. and the Holy Spirit has always existed. Amen. Amen. And the Holy Spirit answered the question for me and said, Tim, if God had a creator, you have to ask a question, who created the God that created God? Come on, and then you have to ask the question, who created the God that created the God? That create the God. Amen. And you have to ask the question. Who created the God? That created the God. That created the God. That created the God. And it would go on and on and on, and then it would never make any sense. That's why God is the only God. There is none before him. Like I said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. There was none before me, nor shall there be any after. And you say, well, how does that make sense? I'm a... I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you. The Bible talks about the spirit, and the translation of the spirit in the, in the Hebrew and in the Greek is, is a reference to the power of the wind. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you see where I'm going with it. I hope yeah. you do. Okay, well, well, how is that? Can you see the air you breathe? Come Can on. you see the wind that blows? Can you see yeah. where, it's, where it starts and where it ends? No, Come you on. can't. You don't you need proof of God in your face, amen, something that you can handle and hold and see. You don't need proof of God. When time is due, God will share certain things with us, certain secrets yes, with us, amen. You will actually get to see God's face as it says over in Revelation. We shall see his face, amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. So just like the wind, we don't have proof of the wind. But we know that the wind is what? It's there. It it's exists. There. God exists. And we know that God is the only God because it wouldn't make any sense to keep having a creator after a creator. That means that God is the only, 
Amen. Only he God. Said, I am Alpha and Omega. And that's a little bit too big for some, for some people to handle. It's, it's too much for us to handle because we don't understand that's right. God. That's right. Amen. God said he don't have, who are we? When he tell Job, who are you? <laughs> he said, where were you? Amen. Without putting up the sun, the moon, and the stars. Who are we yeah. to question God? Amen. He will reveal in his time who yeah. is what he is and what he wants us to know when it is time. Amen. So, brother, I had to say that because when I talked to the young man today, amen, he's a, He's a young student, and, and uh, he's a friend of my son, and he yeah, asked right. uh, a question. Amen. But when you said that, that just reminded me amen, yes, of the conversation that I had with the young man today. Amen. God, glory be to the most high God. We're going to get into the word today. Amen. We're going to talk about uh, – I want to go back to a little bit what I was talking about yesterday. If All that right. is okay. Amen. We were dealing with Revelation, the first chapter. Amen. See if I can find it. Amen. I got to find it here in my word. Amen. All right. What we were talking about was the return of Christ. Amen. Yes, sir. We were talking about Christ's return to get the church and how um, Christ wanted John to prepare us for his return. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Remember, it, it, it's up to you to make the choices in this life. As I was telling the young people yesterday after I got off the air, amen, had a little session with the young people yesterday, amen, teaching the word. So thank God for that. Amen. Come on. In fact, we had a young lady that gave her life to Christ. Amen. All glory Praise be God. to the most Praise God. God. Praise God, brother. Amen. Had Praise a young God. lady to confess with her. Hey, all praises. Be said again, brother. Praise God, man. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Because the Bible says uh, uh, when one sinner repents, all of heaven, amen, just rejoice. Rejoice. Don't you know? That's right. That's right. Don't you know that all of heaven goes off? (laughs) You're talking about about the the NBA finals. I think that's what's going on now. The NBA fan, you see how when they make those shots at the end of the game, how everybody just yeah. go wild and go yeah. cheering and jumping up and down, yeah. they just lose their mind. Well, don't you know that heaven do the exact same thing when one person so, repents? Come on, man. Come on, man. Right, doctor. When one person gets saved, all of heaven is going off. Heaven is just going rejoicing. Amen. It's just going off. I mean, when I tell you, heaven is just going off. Amen. And that's what it was happening yesterday. Heaven was going off last night. Going off. She repented. She said she believed. She had some questions about the Bible. And that's what we want. That's our job is to save people's souls. We want people to become saved, both young and old. We don't want nobody to be lost. Amen? No wrong. So that was no a wrong. joy. Amen. That was a joy, brother. That the young I lady and they came I know back next week. Amen. Amen. All glory be to, to the most. All glory be I don't God. want no glory. Amen. Uh-uh. I don't want no glory. Uh-uh. The glory is him. Uh-uh. I did the word. That's why he gets all the glory. He did. He's the one that died on the cross. He's the one that took those stripes. Amen. 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 He took those stripes. Right I didn't up, take bro. those stripes. That's right. Joe I didn't take those stripes. That's right. Me Amen. Me he gets me oh, there you go, doctor. There you mm-hmm. go. He gets all the glory. Amen. He Amen. gets all the glory for his sacrifice, 
He came down from on high. On high. He came down here to a lowly place called Earth. Earth. Where me, as a sinner, with my filthy rags. Amen. With my Come on, preacher. Tell the truth. Amen. Amen. And he died for my sins. And I am so grateful that he he thought about Tim. He thought about little old dirty, no good for nothing Tim. (laughs) Amen. Hey, I'm in the boat. Amen. Amen. I'm in the boat. Little old, no good for nothing dirty Tim. He thought about me. Amen. He saved my soul. And then I can't begin to tell y'all how grateful I am. That he thought about me to send his son, amen, to die for amen. my sins. Amen. 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 So now, amen. Amen. So now what I want to do is look at some scripture. Remember, we started Revelation 1 yesterday, and the word revelation is translated in the Greek, amen. It means an unveiling. That's what it means, to unveil yeah. something. And do you know that? As history goes on, history reveals the Bible. Yes, Amen. Yes, it reveals Come on, the man. Amen. We see it now, right? Happening right before our eyes. We had the coronavirus. We had the the, the mandate. They were trying to mandate the shot. All of you. I remember in Chicago, the mayor was saying, "You don't get the shot, you can't buy or sell." We are seeing yeah. these things. And, and, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The reason that you know that our God is real. Because everybody will mock our God. You don't see uh-huh. nobody else using the Lord's name in vain and, and Allah or yeah. Buddha or any of these other false religions. You don't see folks mocking them. They mock our religion because you want to know why? Our religion is real. Our religion real. is true. The real true. religion. The Greek word, right. uh, amen, for, for revelation is apocalypse. Apocalypsis. Yes. The English version of the word is apocalypse. Uh-huh. Amen. It means an unveiling. That's what revelation means. So we, everything is unveiling in itself right before the return of Christ. Over history, God has been revealed and unveiled to us that believe in him. Amen. So let's Come go on, to scripture. Scripture real quick. Amen. I want to go to a scripture real quick. Come on. I want to call your attention to Second Peter. Amen. All right. Second Peter. Second Peter. Amen. Second Peter. Amen. 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 We're going to look at verse, let's look at verse 10. Because if I need to bounce around in these scriptures, I will. But I want to start at verse 10. Very significant, significant key verse as verse 7. But I want to start out with verse 10. It says, but the day of the Lord come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away. With a great noise, and yes, the sir. elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the All earth right. also, and the works that yes. are therein shall be burned up. Amen. Listen. Amen. Don't you know come that on. this will come to pass? This is inevitable. It will happen. Amen. What God and what the word of God has been prophesied to us, that the judgment and perdition of the ungodly men, Amen. That that, Come on, that tri- the, tri- the, tri- the the tribulation and the great tribulation will take place. Amen. And amen. those that are left here behind, Amen, have rejected amen. God, have scoffed at us and laughed at us. Because trust me, it's happening. Trust me, people have laughed at us, brother. Amen. I know they laughed at the brother, 
Amen. Yeah, he shared with me over the years. I know for a fact they have. They laugh and talk about me. Amen. All oh, this is nonsense. <laughs> I've had friends and family say stuff like, Come oh, here we go with this again. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> Come you on, preacher. They do all kind of things to discredit the word of God. And you as a minister and a man and woman of God, they do everything to discredit us like we don't know what we are talking about. This will happen and come to pass soon. The church will be gathered together. We talked about that last night. Also All talked right. about my little session last night with the young people. The, 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 the rapture is going to come. It's going to gather up those that are, that, that are alive and remain, but we should not precede them that are in the dust. Amen. They're going to be raised from the dead first with the shout of the, the archangel and the trumpet. Amen. God's going to call them home. Then he's going to call us home. Amen. And then Amen. the worldly government, the worldly governments, which is right now, they're working on it right, right now. The right false now. church. Amen. Let's talk about that a little bit. The false church. I was reading that, studying that yesterday. The false church. Amen. We talked about that in Revelation 17. The woman on the beast. Amen. Who is the woman on the beast? Don't you know that for for thousands and thousands of years, this Babylon, and I read that yesterday, brother. I said, look here, I've been preaching this stuff, and I finally read, ran into it in the book. The Babylonian system. I've been yes, talking sir. about that for a long time. Now, it is a system. Don't you know that in order for anything to function properly, let, let, let's take a business. Let's say you own a restaurant. You have to have a system to function at a restaurant in order for that restaurant to have what? Success. So Come the on. devil put a system in place thousands of years ago. So that system is a government system. Ooh, Come on. Look at that. Did y'all hear look what I just said? Look at a government system. But above the government system is a what? Religious. I didn't say God. I said a religious Ooh. system. And this system is how you have order because if you can get people to believe in certain things and to worship in a certain thing, it don't necessarily have to be our God. Man nah. has worshipped idol and false gods for thousands of years. Thousands of years. Amen. Man needs something to what? Believe in. Yeah. Amen. Man yes, needs something sir. to believe in. Amen. That's just how we are. Amen. God created us that way. But the original intent was to what? Believe and serve God, not false God. Amen. That was the intent. That's why we have to worship and believe in something, because God created us that way. Amen. He created Adam and Eve that way. But when they chose to disobey God and to go against God's will, it caused sin and death to enter into the world. Amen. Amen. So now back to this system, back to this system that we are in. Right now, they are trying to, they're, 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 they're initiating this, this uh, one world church. Once they get the one world church, they gather up all the religions. And I'll never forget talking to this sister. She said that her pastor, uh, 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 she has a pastor, he's supposed to be a Baptist pastor, talking about uh, she served Allah and it's all the same. You see what type of nonsense has been. Ooh, that's bland in the Damn world. It. That's nonsense. Talking about it's all the same. No, it's not all the same. No, it's Don't not. Don't let nobody trick you and tell you it's all the same. It is not all the same. My no, God said he is God. He is a jealous God. He said there is none before nor after me. Ooh, Amen. So you can't, on, you can't catch Buddha, uh, Jehovah Witness, 
uh, Allah and all these other false Mormon doctrines. You can't attach that to God. These other religions will use the Bible, amen, but they don't They don't acknowledge the Holy Spirit. They don't acknowledge right. the Son. That's right. Amen. They don't acknowledge the one and only God of heaven, of the, the God of the, the Israelites, the Jews. They don't acknowledge that. There is no, only one God, and you cannot attach any of these false gods and these false doctrines to our God. He is a jealous God. Amen. 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 Let's make sure we stay away from that. Amen. Come on, preacher. This evil system, amen, which has a religion, the Roman Catholic Church, after Christ was raised from the dead, they knew it. The devil told them, boys, it's over with. We're all going to perish for all eternity. Amen. When Christ went down and led captivity captive, amen. When he went down to the depths of hell, a boys is over. Yes, he did. The fallen angels, Lucifer is over. Yes, sir. And yes, all sir. those that have rejected Christ, that have already died, that their souls are already in hell, they are doomed. Amen. These people here that's, that's constantly rejecting Christ and they die and don't repent, they are doomed. If they receive doomed. the mark of the beast in the great tribulation, they are doomed. There is no repentance. There is no second chance. There's no repentance in hell. It's already too late. Amen. Some people think it's a Amen. waiting room. It ain't Amen. no waiting room. And your waiting room is right here on earth. Right now is your waiting time. Yeah, come on. Amen. You better, you better get saved before you die and leave this world. Amen. Because if you don't, hell will be your home until the yes, great white will. throne judgment. And then after yes, that, will. you will be passed. Into the lake of fire. Amen. I know that's a hard word. I know a lot of people they they, they feel like we just we teach such a harsh word, but we gotta teach reality. We're getting so close to the return of Christ, and God's gonna hold us accountable if we don't what teach the word. Come on. It is our job Come to on. teach the word. Amen. Uncompromising gospel. We don't Come have on, time preacher. to throw the water down the gospel and say, "Oh, go and get you some money out here. Go on and live a big life, prosperous life." And no. We got to tell the truth. The king is coming. It's he's coming. And he's coming. And we're dealing with this wicked Babylonian system, amen, that's in place. You got the false religion. Once they get the one world church, they're going to have a one world government. Amen. You see it happening right now. We was talking. This, uh, uh, what's this, this, this Bitcoin, these, these cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin. that's what it's called. Cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, these one world, this 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 this, this dollar that they they're, they're they're gonna take up all the money. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna take up they're all the take money. Take the money, amen. And then you are gonna have and watch that they they were talking about. I saw this video where they talking about the plan is if they wanna zap your money, if you say something out of line or do something out of line, they can take your money. Look at that. Look at that. That's what it's about. It's about total control. This world government know that the beast is coming, and they want yeah. to set up the world. Yeah. So the beast, how else do you think that the beast is going to be able to control and sway the the world war, stop the world war three? He's going he going to have control. He's going to come in and soothe. He was soothing words. He's going to come in just like the devil, just, just like his father, the devil. He's going to use yeah. soothing words, just like he did Adam and Eve in the garden, just like he did the angels in heaven, and just like he's been doing mankind for 6,000 years. He's going to be a soothsayer, a smooth operator. Hey, Come yeah, on, preacher. Hey, man, he's going to be a smooth operator, and he's going yeah. he to he he talk the world out of war and say, hey, peace. This is what we need, peace. And the Come world on. is going to look at man 
and, and this man, they go look at him and say, man, look, this is a leader. He, he's a man. He go, remember Saul? Remember when right. they wanted a king and they wanted somebody? And Saul was a man that was head over shoulder. He was tall. He was big. Somebody to look up to. That's how they're going to do this. Do the ethic. They're going to look up to him and say, man, yes, this sir. is the man right here. This is the man right here. But he's, Come on. But he's, he's going to be the false Christ. This false Christ. The false Christ. Oh, Amen. Christ. He wants to replace Christ, but he can't. He can't replace it. We're going to come back to that. Amen. I'm going to give it over to the brother. Good. Go ahead, doctor. I didn't mean to go over. Go ahead. All right. All right, brother. Look here. You you hit the hammer. You're always hitting that nail with that hammer right on the head. This world, world be one world government, one Amen. world government where, where Lucifer, Lucifer has jurisdiction over humanity right now. He, he has had jurisdiction over humanity for the last 6,000 years. And when we can see it, we can feel it, we can read about it. And he has made a living hell in a, in a way of speaking out of this humanity. People live right. like they're living in hell. Oh, you say, well, how is that? Yeah. You say, well, hell is, 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 is grunt and crown and, and wanting. Well, let me tell you, mm. the devil is the greatest deceiver in the whole world. What he does, right. he deceives people. He makes things look good, and it ends up rotten. He makes things look, I'll say it again, he makes things look good, but they end up rotten. So he is the greatest deceiver ever known to right. human mankind. There's nobody else as wicked as is Satan and all his demons. And God existed before anything was. He is self-existent one. He is the one that spoke nothing into existence. He spoke to nothing, and nothing had to say we got to become something. And when he became something, God created. Created means to take nothing and make something. So before I was, before anybody was, before the stars was, before the galaxy was, before anything ever was, God existed, self-existed. Nobody didn't make him. Nobody didn't speak him into existence. Because like you said, brother, if you keep on saying that, you'll end up saying, who created that God? Who created that God? And if, if, if God is this powerful, the one God this powerful, you got two gods creating another God, and you got confusion. God is not the God of confusion. He is the God of order, and he is perfect in everything he does. But Satan is the God of this age, and he's full of corruption. He is unredeemable. He is unforgiven. He is doomed for hell. He knows he's going to hell. He Mm. knows those who are going to hell. Don't you know that? Because if you haven't been born again, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior by his shed blood, Satan knows those that belong to God, and he knows those that don't belong to God. And he's trying to get those that belong to God, but he can't do it. So he caused a lot of confusion amongst the unbelievers, amongst the, amongst the unregenerated, saying that I'm serving Mohammed, I'm serving uh, uh, Buddha, I'm serving Shintoism. Those are false gods. Those are gods of ancient Babylonian. That comes from Babylon. Babylon caused confusion. The world is in confusion now. 
They don't know, and people who don't know Jesus Christ don't know the true God. And if you don't know who the true God is, any God that comes along and gives you a little, gives you a, little a, a, a false feeling, a false uh, hope, everybody jumping on it. Why do people jump on false religion? You see, false religion mm. says you can do anything you want to, and you don't have to respond to nobody. You can kill, murder, rape. You can do all that, and, and people will say you still uh, uh, know God. You cannot know God and don't know love. You cannot right. know God and don't know love. Love right. is God. God is love. God is love. God is not hate. What God hates is sin. That's what God mm. hates. He hates sin. He hates the devil. He hates the wicked, malignant spirits that fell from Nephilim and all these incarnated demons that have been uh, uh, cohabitating with the human race, and they're on earth today. Nephilims are here. All these wicked spirits, the prince power of the air, and those that rule in hell. Because hell belongs to Satan. God created the devil to hell for the devil and his angels. God created that. He made it. Why? Because the devil is going is on his way to hell because of what he done and tried to interrupt God's power, trying to interrupt God's love, and he's doing it today, and people will serve anything other than God because it does not permit you to do what? Be born again. <laughs> if, if you tell somebody to be born again, they don't even know what you're talking about. But if you tell right. them to go down there to the Jehovah Witness and knock on doors and and, and tell people that uh, don't don't uh, don't uh, don't use blood and and they tell you all these different doctors and damnable doctors that there's no hell, people jump on it like woo, like white on rice. But when you come to Jesus, when you come to Jesus, Jesus said, "No man, you hear what I'm talking about? No man can get to the Father. He's got to come by me." The devil said, no, I got over 6,000 different kinds of religions today. Mm. I got religions that require you of doing nothing. I got religions that don't say you have to go to the cross. I got religions that tells you that Jesus Christ wasn't the son of God and that he wasn't God in the flesh. And when you say that, you are anti-Christ. And anti-Christ is anybody that deny, listen to what I'm saying, deny that God Almighty Woo! The Bible said God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is power. God is might. God is love. God is forgiveness. God is everything that's like God-like. And God is like what? God is compassionate, and the world is not filled with compassion these days. It's filled with hatred. Where do hate come from? Hate comes from the low, low life, slew foot, Luciferian devil. The devil is a devil. He can't change. He's out to what? Destroy, kill, and rob. And what is he doing today? He's robbing people of their salvation. He's robbing people of the love of God. He's robbing people of joy and hope. Why? Because he wants the world to do what he's going to do. He said, now, if I want to have joy, I go out here and rape somebody. If I want to have joy, I go out here and rob a bank. I, if I want to have joy, I take drugs. If I want to have joy, I be a homosexual. If I want joy, I 
be a uh, I be a lesbian. If I want joy, I'll take drugs and get a little high and come down. Guess what? You end up you end up in the graveyard. Every person that participates in sin, you know what the the penalty is? Is death. Death that's is right. what? Separation from God, because that's what sin separates you. It separates your soul from God, because sin is a blocking area. Sin is a roadblock. God cannot push you to get saved. God cannot pound you across the head and get saved. God cannot uh, drop you over hell and let you look at hell and say, now, do you believe? God don't do that. God said, whosoever will, let him come. He said, except you repent, you got to have a repentant spirit. You got to be willing enough to say, I hate sin. I hate the devil. I hate the world system. I hate the one world government. I hate the one world economical system. I hate the the, uh, the religious system because religion, religion is going to drop, put more people in hell. Listen, put more people in hell than any drugs that you can take. It's going to put more people in hell. Why? Because you're rejecting the sacrifice. What sacrifice? The sacrifice that God gave his only. You don't understand what I'm talking about. Well, I'll break it down for you. God ain't got no more sons. God God ain't got no more sons. There's only God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All three are one. Jesus Christ was pre Destinated. Jesus Christ was before the world began. Because right. who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is God Almighty. They're all one. There ain't no three Godheads up in the heavens. There's only one God. Amen. God the Father, right. God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And what did God do? God became what? Man. He became a human being. He cried. He got hungry. He 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 was disappointed. He 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 suffered. He he bled. He died. He had all the attributes of a human man. Mm. He had a heart. He had a liver. He had a, he had genitals. He had everything. He went to the restroom. He urinated. Why? Because he was a man. God became man. Can I get that to you? Can I get that to you? He became a man. Born of a woman. Brought forth. And put in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, stayed here 33 and one half years, mm. picked up 12 disciples, taught them for three and one half years, told them, I didn't, I come for one thing. I come here to die. What? I right. come here to be murdered. By who? By the low down, dirty, rotten sinners that was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, every one of us. I don't understand some church folk think they are so much. Think they would save all their life. Think they're the only the special kind of people that's going to heaven. The only kind of people that can go to heaven is those that's been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Those that repented of their sins. Those that love God. Those that love people. Those that are trying to win souls to people and tell people the truth and give them the truth. And what? Live the truth. Live the truth. Express the mm. truth. Let the world know Jesus Christ is real. And I know he's real. I don't have to go down to no high school. I don't have to go to college. I don't have to go to no philosopher or theologian. I know that God is real, and I know he lives. I know he lives because his Holy Spirit lives in me. 
uh-oh, lives in me. And that means Jesus Christ, through his suffering and his burial, his death, and the shedding of his blood, now the Amen. power of the Holy Ghost can actually live inside of me, walk with me, talk with me, tell me that I'm his own. The Holy Ghost is God Almighty in the Spirit through Jesus Christ. Don't come telling me you saved and you still cussing, lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremongering, playing cards, going every, you're doing everything the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Because the Bible says, uh, 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 therefore, if a man be in Christ, Therefore, he is a new creature. Behold, everything is new and everything is old will pass away. The new world order church are those people who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And what the devil is planning to do, this is what he's planning to do. He's planning to bring all denominations together. All the nominations, Baptist, Presbyterian, Roman Catholic, uh, uh, Lutherans, and all, he's going to plan to bring all these people together on, under, under the calamity of the stress and the, the turbulence that's coming up on the earth. Because pretty soon, you ain't going to have no money to spend. The world is going to change from money to what? Digital. You will be run by digital. The government is going to own your money. The government is going to on, tell God. you what to spend, how to spend, and when to spend it. What do you think is going on now? Ooh. America, the United States now is in debt, $31 billion in debt. They don't know if they're going to get another debt ceiling high enough to pay for your Social Security to pay for your pension. They don't know what to do now, and they may go one more time. But let me tell you, if they make it this time, the next debt thing, there ain't going to be none because America don't have no money. They're spending it. They're spending it. They're sending it overseas. They're giving free money away. Other countries are standing by, letting America, America be drained of a financial. And I don't mind. I don't mind helping people. I don't mind giving somebody a help as we travel along this way. But I don't believe that we should be able to take care of other countries when we got problems in our own country. We got crime at a higher rate. We got homosexuals at a higher rate. We got gun control. We got people killing babies. We got uh, racial discrimination. Nobody can get anything. And if you got the wrong color of skin, we got all kind of confusion. And the world is trying to save we're going to get out of it, but you ain't going to get out of it because the Bible tells me a righteousness, good God Almighty, righteousness exalts a nation, but mm. sin is a reproach to any people. And when you sin against the Almighty God, when you sin against the rose of Sharon, when you sin against the King of Kings, when you sin against the redemptive power of Jesus Christ, there's only one way to go, and that's down the tube. And America is going down the tube. And 
some church folks are going down the tube because they won't mm. wake up. They're sleeping in slumber, and they're going to parties. They're going to Las Vegas. They're going on vacations. They're playing with the sports. They're betting with the sports. They're doing everything other than telling somebody, somebody, somebody need, somebody need to give us some help. Well, I got some mm. help for you. I got a man that's from Galilee. I got a man from the root and offspring of David. I got a man that's called the Rose of Sharon. I got a man that's called Lily of the Valley. He is my physician. He is my bread. He is my order. And if you want hope, if you want joy, if you want to be delivered from this old awkward backwards generation and come in because after the rapture of the church, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. After the rapture of the church, that's when the world church is going to come vividly on the scene. Come on, and God. it's going to come on the scene after the rapture of the church because the Holy Spirit is going to move back just a little bit. Just a little mm. bit. Because the church cannot be here when the Antichrist comes. As the church will be here when the Antichrist, I'll be the first one to get on the news. I be I tell you I get on I go down to the TV station and tell them y'all got to let me on the news because that's the Come man on, right there that's the man right there when he come on the scene he's gonna be revealed to the world and he's already been revealed to me and I got my revealing from the Word of God read the Bible it says study this so thyself approved unto God a workman needed not to be ashamed or right to divide the word of truth and I've been reading that Bible I've been Amen. reading it day and night I've been meditating on it and I know exactly where the Antichrist is coming from and I've got pictures of him I can tell you right now he's coming from Ooh. Western Europe He's coming from the fallen Roman Empire. He's coming from the ten European combination. He's coming from the ten toes that was spoken by Daniel the prophet. He's coming from the ten crowns. He's the ten crowns that's going to come on the scene, and the ten crowns are here. The ten toes are here. The ten kings are here, and they're waiting for what? They're waiting for the rapture of the church because the eleventh horn. Listen to what I'm saying. Read your Bible. The eleventh horn, seventh chapter, twenty-fifth verse. It says, and Daniel said, I saw another little horn, a little tiny horn. And this little tiny horn had eyes like a man and a mouth mm. that spoke great things Come against on, the most high. And that's what the Bible says. I can't you can't fuss with me. And I'm, mm. I'm saying this in love. I'm saying this in urgency because it's an urgent thing right now. This Antichrist mm. is fifty-five years old. And he is the ruler and the king of Spain. He's coming out of the eleventh horn. And this man is intelligent. This man had eyes. This man is going to speak great things against the most high. This man belongs. Listen to what he belongs to. He belongs to every secret society that comes from Babylon. He belongs to every secret society that comes from Babylon. He belongs to the Illuminati's. He belongs to the Luciferians. He belongs to the Kabbalists, which is a Jewish occult. And they believe in worshiping the devil, trying to give it credit to Jesus Christ. But that's a blasphemy, and that's what this year Antichrist is measured up to. And he is a well, good God Almighty. He's a well... Smart man. He's smart. He's got he's got ten languages that he can speak. He's a five star general. 
He's the king of Spain. His name is King Felipe. King Felipe. He is a handsome dude. If, if you know, with a woman, I don't call no man no handsome. But women will say he's a handsome dude. He stands at six foot three. Six foot three. He oh. he can handle airplanes. He he his father. His father is known as Juan Carlos. That's his father. And his father was the king of Spain from 1975 until 2014, and he's out of age now. They don't want him to be king. So Juan Carlos, good God Almighty, I feel the Holy Spirit up in here. You know why? Because the man is here. And King Juan Carlos gave the throne to his son, King Felipe. He has two daughters. He has a wife. And he's standing right now. And guess what he's waiting for? He's waiting for the rapture. He's waiting for the rapture. He knows his mission. And he's looking for the time that he can go to Jerusalem. And the Jews now is looking for him. King Juan Carlos, when he was the king of Spain, Jerusalem Jews called him to come to Spain so they can come him to tell him to come to Jerusalem so they can honor him as being mm-hmm. the king of Jerusalem. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. More this is from one. Bible study. True, my God. This is from Bible study. This is from reading the Bible. This is from saying, Lord, lead me, guide me through this barren land. Let me know what's going on in the world today. And this Juan Carlos gave the throne to his son. And when he gave it to his son, his son took office in 2014. 2014, President President Trump, before he became king, President Trump said, before he become king, I've got the brain, I've got the brain, then ambassador, I got to bring the embassy back to Jerusalem and make Jerusalem the capital of Israel. And Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. And after it became the capital of Israel, then King Felipe was made king of Spain. And since he's been made king of Spain, I believe, I believe, woo, I believe he may visit Jerusalem pretty soon. But right now, Jerusalem is in a horrific battle. A battle that the world says, oh, it's going to be a pass away, but this year battle that's coming up, and they're already fighting. They've been fighting ever since Jerusalem became a, 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 a nation. Jerusalem has been fighting the Arabs. They've been fighting the Hamayas. They've been fighting every nation that surrounds Jerusalem now, and they're throwing bombs right now, and they're talking about Jerusalem becoming a ground forces. They begin bringing tanks up in Gaza Strip and stop the bombing of the Hamayas and all the jihad. But let me tell you what's going on. The rapture of the church is on the pinhead. Do you hear what I said? The rapture of the church is on the mm. pinhead. Don't you know that World War Three? is in the making right now. You sit down and eat your dinner. You go down to the store and get a loaf of bread. Don't you know that the rapture is right on time? Don't you know the Feast of the Feast of Pentecost is right around the corner. That's the 28th of May, the Feast of, the Feast of, 
the feast of Pentecost, that's the birth of the church. Don't you know after the birth of the church, the next feast of trumpets is next? That's in September. Don't you know after September, the next feast is the feast of tabernacles? Don't you know what the feast of the trumpet represents? It represents the rapture. Don't you know what the feast of Yom Kippur represents? It represents the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's when the end of the tribulation is all over. Jesus Christ comes back with the church because the church is coming back with Jesus Christ. And when he comes back with Jesus Christ, I will be there. Woo! Don't you know Brother Tim Jackson will be there? Don't you know a lot of saved folks going to be there? And when we come back, we're coming back on white horses, and we're going to judge the world at the Battle of Armageddon. Don't you know we only got three feast days left to order to be fulfilled? And that feast day is the Feast of the Trumpets, Feast of Yom Kippur, and Feast of Tabernacle. And the Tabernacle represents the Millennium Reign. The Millennium Reign comes after the seven-year tribulation. The second coming comes at the end of the tribulation where Jesus Christ will come back with the church and his feet will stand on the top of the mount of all. Oh, y'all they listen to me. Listen what the word of God says. Jesus Christ is going to stand on the top of the mount of Olives and he's going to throw up his hand to the Jewish nation and the Jewish nation is going to look at his hand and they're going to ask him, where did you get your wounds from? And Jesus Christ is going to roar out of the mountain of Olives and say, from the house of my friend. Dog, y'all are the one that nailed me to the cross. Not only did you nail me to the cross, not only did the nation of Israel nail them to the cross, but Brother Bazaar nailed them to the cross. Brother Tim Jackson nailed them to the cross. Uh, You nailed them to the cross. Why did I nail them to the cross? I nailed them to the cross because my sins were so rebellious that I didn't even want Jesus to come into my life. I didn't even want to hear about Jesus. But one day, one day, one day, my mind was made up and my heart was made up. And I said, I need a savior. I need somebody to pay my bond. I need somebody to get me out of jail of this prison. I need somebody to set me free. And Jesus came along. And he said, when I make you free, you'll be free indeed. My friends, we'll come into the close of the church age. Brother Tim Jackson read out of the first chapter of of uh, Revelation about being revealed. Christ is getting ready to reveal himself. He's going to reveal himself first to the church. Right. And at the end of the tribulation period, he's going to reveal himself to the world. But when That's the tribulation true. starts, the tribulation cannot start till the rapture. And then when the rapture occurs, it's going to take about two weeks for the people to wake up and find out what's happened. Because when the church is raptured up, graveyards, woo, come on, y'all got to talk come to on, me. Man. When the graveyards, the graveyards is going to bust open. Every graveyard and those, those that died in Christ, everybody that died in Christ, from the beginning of the church age until the end of the church age. Everybody that died in Christ, that the graves are going to bust open like a keg of dynamite. And we, good God Almighty, that remain alive, is going to be changed in a moment of a twinkle of an eye. And we shall be caught up 
to meet the Lord in the air, and it's going to leave in the world in a vacancy. In other words, there's going to be car falling. There's going to be car crashing. There's going to be people rumping, jumping off of buildings. There's going to be people pulling hair out their head. There's going to be automobile accidents. Yeah, there are going to be babies missing. There are going to be men wondering what's going went on. There's going to be people crying. There's going to be church members running to the church trying to find out what done happened. And they're going to find out, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a rapture has occurred. Somebody told me about the rapture. I hear two preachers on on Internet talking about the rapture. What's what happened? If the rapture will have occurred, men are going to be tormented and God is going to judge the church at the great Bema seat. The Bema seat. We as the church born again believer wrapped up in the Holy Ghost, tied up in the Holy Ghost, baptized with the Holy Ghost, rocking with the Holy Ghost, talking about the Holy Ghost. We're going to be at the judgment seat of Christ while judgment will be going on down here on earth. And the one world church will Form. It will form out of Rome, the oh. Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican. The Vatican, that woman will be sitting on a scarlet beach with a golden cup in her hand. This is what's going on now because they want all churches to go together. And all these churches, these churches cannot go together until after the rapture of the church because they're going to find out the true church is missing. So the devil said, I got my church. Come on, members. I don't care what you are. You don't have to repent. You don't have to do nothing. The only thing you got to do is bow down to the Antichrist. And if you bow down to him, you will be able to eat and drink, and you will be able to have a little fun just before the final judgment of the end of time. And men will run to the IRS, the CIA, the FBI, and they would tell him, I want to receive the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast is AI, uh-oh, AI, artificial intelligence. Come on, talk it's to him. ready to sit on the Mount of Moriah. The Moriah is where the temple is going to be. Moriah is where the Jews now are getting ready to build a temple. Why? Because they want to bring the old order of what? Old order of sacrificial animals back. They can't bring it back. Never will bring it back. The only way that the Jews can be delivered is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ on Mount Calvary. If you haven't been to Calvary, you're lost. If you haven't seen Calvary, you're lost. If you haven't felt the power of Calvary, you're lost. You need Jesus Christ in your life. Oh. And the only way you can get it, you got to repent. You got to repent just like Bazaar repenting. You got to repent just like Tim Jackson repenting. You got to come on down and fall on your sin bending knees and call on the name of Jesus Christ. Because I don't have no money, don't want no money. I ain't looking for fame or glory. I'm humbling myself before God right now. You need Christ in your life. Because when this false church comes, and these people, and I'm gonna give it over to the brother, these people in this false churches are under the influence of Luciferians. And you know what Luciferians do. Well, let me tell you. They drink blood. They eat flesh. They have sex orgies. 
They've got homosexuals in this church. I mean all kinds. They join up together. We got movie stars. We got football players. We got basketball players. We got track stars. We got people in high order. We got people who got money. We got people who got education. We got people who got all the materialistic thing in life that you think can make you happy, but they don't have Jesus. And if you don't have Jesus, you're going to link up with this here one world church. And this woman on this on this is Scarlet B, she looks good. Woo! You talking about good and sweet? She got all the lipstick on. She got the low-cut dress. She got the high-cut dress. She got the legs hanging out over, over the beast, over the horns. And she's got a golden cup in her hand. And guess what it's full of? It's full of rotten, filthy, low-down, dirty sin. And she's telling the world, drink it. And guess what? The water, the sin that you're drinking, people are drinking it like water today. They're drinking love. They're drinking homosexuality. They're drinking it. Amen. Amen. Drinking. Church folks drinking a slope for living and uh, adultery and fidelity. They're drinking incest. They're drinking and they're drink- and they're shouting at the same time, speaking in tongues. That ain't gonna get you to heaven. Jesus said, no man can get to my father unless they come by me. And that's Jesus Christ. Not Buddha, not Shinto, or any kind of religion you can name. 6,000 of them. And these religions are under the order of secret societies. Who's running this country? Secret societies is. Luciferians are running this country. Biden is not running this country. No president has ever run this country. It's the Luciferians. They want a new world order. They want a one world government. They want a one world economical system. And Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You need to know Christ right now. You need to come to Jesus Christ because you're not going to hear this in the modern day churches. You're not going to hear preachers coming out this. And that's why I'm on the internet, because I can't get into no churches and preach like this. They don't want to hear it. They want to shun the very presence of the cross and come to Jesus Christ. Brother, walk on with it. Amen. Amen, Amen brother. All heavy hidden stuff, brother. You were going yeah, on. Amen. A lot of hard heavy, heavy hidden stuff. Well, you ain't you ain't leaving no room for the devil. You woman him up, no Amen. Amen. They hate to hear this type of message. Amen. Amen. The brother. Amen. The AI, the the the, the cryptocurrency, brother. I like that. They want to control you. You talk about what better way to control you is through your money. They try to do it through the jobs, but now they got a hold of your money. They can push a button. Come on. Amen. I remember back. I remember when I used to work at the bank. We used to talk about that. You can push a button, your money's gone. Ain't nothing you could do about it. Nothing. Ain't nothing you could do about it. And ain't nothing nobody gonna do about it. You wanna know why? They have tested us over the years. We in this generation have not protested for nothing. They've raised gas prices. They've taken people home through through this this nonsense that they're doing. They have this mass mandate. People will hardly protest, and they know that they are just testing the waters. But like the brother said, pretty soon they're gonna be able to just push a button. Your money is gonna be going out your account. Amen. The Amen, AI brother. that the brother talked about 
it's a possibility that the 200 million soldiers could be robots. Man, I was watching this video <laughs> yesterday, brother, and it Woo! is amazing, amazing what they can make these robots. They got robots that can run, jump, tumble. Talk to you. Said, yeah, talk to you. Talk to you. That's right. They show Elon Musk on a video. He kissing AI female robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the world coming to? What has the world what already is it coming, to? coming to? It's what has already come to. This is where we are at, brother. We are at the end of days. People are out here enjoying life, and as the words say, they are giving in marriage and, and partying and having fun. They ain't studying God. Yeah, hey, man, they ain't complaining about God. They ain't studying me. They ain't studying the elder. <laughs> they can care less. They Woo, you can say that again, brother. Amen. They ain't studying nothing. Amen. They don't want to hear what we got to say. They don't, but they don't know that the king is soon to come. come. Amen. The king is soon to come, and we have to get the church ready. Amen. We want souls saved. Amen. I'm so glad for the young sister that gave her life. Amen. Amen, oh, brother. Christ. Bless Amen. your heart. That Amen. You said it, Doctor Man. That that joined my spirit because you want to know why we need as many people, young and old. Amen. Amen. Young and old. Amen. To come to Christ and give the life to Christ. Because, like you say, brother, this world ain't got nothing, and I do mean nothing to offer. Nothing. Amen. Nothing to offer. Amen. So, Amen. Amen. This AI thing, Amen, is out of control. Amen. They got they, they they got it ready, brother. They just need to flip the switch, and once they do, amen, the AI, and that's not going to take over all the jobs because we know that computers are not that sufficient yet. They, had, they hadn't got it under control to where it can do everything. They still have problems with this AI thing. Uh, the brother was just said, he said the other week, I remember him saying that they, the, the cars can't really drive. When they try to turn, it goes off the road. And, and so they <laughs> yeah. hadn't really got this thing. Hey, man, you know, you, you just can't replace and outdo what God has done. God has made man, and nothing that man has created can outdo the most high God. On, Amen. Preacher. Amen. Yes, nothing can outdo our God. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. I want to share something with you. Go to Revelation, the first chapter. Amen. Awesome words, brother. Folk. Amen. So uh, a tough word. Amen. But we need that. That's what we need at you this need it. time. Revelation 1 and 9, this is what it says. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Amen. He was tasked. Amen. He was tasked hey, with writing hey. the book of Revelation and talking to the church age generation. Like the brother said, 2,000 years, here we are. The church age is almost over with. Almost Amen. Over. Almost over with. Amen. And, and it is the, the leadership of the church's job. And are, are they really teaching Revelation? Come I'll tell on you now. right now. Amen. Very few. Very, very, few. very, very few. 
And that's really not good considering where we are today in this time. Come on, preacher. I can visit 10 churches and talk to 10 pastors, and I guarantee you less than two of them will even mention the book of Revelation or even attempt to teach out of Revelation. I guarantee come you. Come on, come on. That means maybe one. And that's, that, that's not to down anyone. That's just simply saying we have to get on the ball. Amen. Come on. We have to come on. As we have to teach this gospel eschatology. Teach this gospel of Christ's returning to get to church. Enough with the with the anniversaries and the fish fries and the laughing and joking <laughs> and the, and then we must teach that the that that the Lord is soon to return to get his people. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. We want you yeah. to be prepared, amen, to go and see the yeah. king. You're going to get a brand-new body, amen, brand-new body, amen, because you know why? This soul has spots, wrinkles, and blemish, amen. I can't show up to the Lamb's Supper in this body, amen. It's full Come of corruption, on, full of corruption. So I cannot show up to the Lamb's Supper in corruption. Amen. Come on. And the Bible, Come on. In other words, in corruption, not in corruption, one word, but I in, then corruption. I cannot be in corruption. Amen. So in other words, I must be incorruptible, as Paul said. One word, I in corruptible. One word. I be incorruptible, meaning that I am not corrupted. My soul, I will have a new body. If you remember Christ when he raised from the dead to end the loop, let's go there real quick. I talked about this last night with the young folks. All right. All right. Luke. Amen. Luke. The book of Luke. It's going to be the last chapter. Amen. Last right. chapter. Amen. I got, I got to share this with you. This is beautiful. Amen. Luke. This is going to be the 24th chapter. Verse 36. Amen. Got Luke. Luke. Luke uh, 24th chapter, verse 36. It says, and as they thus spake, amen, who's it talking about? The disciples, as they spake, Yeshua himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, peace be unto you, amen. He snuck up on All them, right. amen, peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted. The Bible says that they were frightened. They were terrified. Why were they terrified? Watch what the scripture says. And suppose that they had seen a spirit. All right. And he said unto them, why are ye troubled? Amen. As expecting for them not to be troubled. Amen. But you're going to see why they were troubled. And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. Oh, look at here. Amen. And my feet that it is I myself. See, that's yeah. how identified. Amen. See, that's why he still has the. The, the holes in his hands and in his feet. Because why? He wanted to know that it was I myself to identify who he is. He is the yeah. only one, like the brother said, he's the only one that went to the cross and died for our sins. Come on. This is to identify the one and only true Lamb of God. Can't nobody imitate that. The Antichrist. <laughs> Come on, preacher. He cannot imitate what Christ has done. Nobody has the right to even no. attempt to imitate no. what Christ has done. So you want to know why? He took that beating. He took that degradation where they were spitting on him and talking about him and cursing him out. 
Amen. They they said nasty things to him. Amen. He Come said, handle me and see. He said, I need, I need you to have proof. Come on and, and handle me. Come on. Come on. Had not flesh and bones, as you see me have. Amen. All right. Amen. Meaning that, don't you know that when we are raised, that we're going to have a, a body like Christ. Come it's on, be preacher. Like a spiritual body. Amen. Like an angel or like a ghost. But it will have flesh and bone. Amen. Yeah. You won't have any blood. The blood will be done. He already he Woo! already died. Hallelujah. No more blood. But the no Holy Spirit will be replacing the blood. Your Holy Spirit will be running through you. Look at that. Look Amen. At that, That's the life that you have now. The life now is the Spirit of God. See, life now is the blood. You can't live without blood. You let the blood no, run you out of your body. You are done for. Amen. You can't live without blood. You are done. Amen. But this new body we're going to get is going to have God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit just Mm -hmm. flowing through us. Amen. That's going to replace the blood is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Because he said, I come that I may have life and have life what? More abundant. And not only that, that we may have everlasting life. Lasting life. Amen. Amen. Verse 40 says, and when he had Thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. You know why he showed his hands and his feet. All right. And verse four, amen. And verse four was and while they yet believed not for joy, they should have been rejoicing. This is the Christ. <laughs> this is our brother that said that he will be be raised in three days. They were still puzzled. Amen. Come on, amen. He said. He said, and one that he, he said unto them. Have ye heard any meat? Mm. And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. Amen. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you. See, he had already told them, While I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses. And in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it is behooved Christ to suffer and to Come rise from the dead the third day. Look at that, and that repentance and remission of sins should be what. Preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my yes, Father sir. upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Lord, have mercy. Good. Powerful, Lord, oh my. Word. Powerful word. Amen. You Powerful. Are the promises that he has made. He's he going to keep his promise. He oh, yeah. He has a mansion, amen, in his father's house of many mansions. Come on. Amen, amen. You're going to get a brand new body, amen, new home. <laughs> man, I get joy and chills just by thinking about it. You mean to tell me I don't, have to, I don't have to go to sleep anymore? You, I don't have to worry about my body giving out? Amen. My knee hurting, my back hurting, my wrist hurting. I don't have to worry about these things. I don't have to worry about blood pressure or any type of illnesses or sickness anymore. Oh, man, you don't understand. 
You don't have to worry about none of this stuff that we have to go through. All Come on. If you don't want to eat, you don't have to eat. Anybody, as you can see that Christ with his spiritual body, his spiritual flesh, was still able to enjoy this life. Come Amen. on, preacher. And Amen. that is what it's about, loving God. Amen. Loving your neighbors, you love yourself. Amen. This is some deep words today that is being preached. Amen. The brother said, yes, sir. Yes, Amen. Sir. Amen. The brother talked about the currency and how they're going to take up the money. Amen. How they're going to control you. People don't understand that. You say certain things out of line, you may not have no money. What better way to That's control right. a That's right. is to control the way that they eat. Amen. And when I say eat as an analogy, I mean not only just food, but the way you take care of your bills, pay your card note, your come electric, on, come on. your credit cards. And this is what we're dealing with. This one world system is going to have so much power, so much control over you, that amen, that you won't have no choice but to go to work and serve and do what they say do. If you get out of line or step out of line, they'll take your money. They'll take your ability to take care of your family and yourself. How wicked and cruel is that? Amen, that this system has come to that. Amen, that to where they want to control you and run you. Amen. Yeah. We know that this is soon to take place as soon as the trumpets blow, as soon as the dead in Christ shall rise. Come on, man. Oh, y'all not hearing me. The dead in Christ shall rise. Lord, have mercy. The dead in Christ shall rise. Oh, I'm going to read a few more things. I'm going to give it over to the brother. Amen. I'll I'll say goodnight. I'll be back on. Amen. On Wednesday night. Amen. I plan on coming back on with the brother on Wednesday night. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I want to share, hey, amen, see if I can find this scripture. Go ahead. Take your time, man. Take your time. Amen. Amen. The enemy is on the attack. Amen. Yeah, he always is. Amen. 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 But we don't give him no glory. Amen. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. Amen. I may have to come back to it. Amen. I had it on my mind and it went away. Amen. Amen. But what I want to say, I can't even think of it right now. That's just that's just how the amen the enemy is attacking. Amen. But he ain't got no power. Yes, he is. I know that. Amen. Amen. It probably come back to me. Amen. But it was something I believe over in the Book of Revelation. I just can't think of it right now. Uh Amen. 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 But all glory to the most high God. Amen. What I want to say, amen, before I turn it back over to the brother, I'll be listening, but I get ready for, for my job. Okay. Amen. For all right, work today. Amen. But what I want to say to all, amen, uh, what I'll do, I'll just go ahead and close it out with Romans 10, 9, and 10. I'm sure it'll come back to me as soon as I get off the air. But I want to, come, uh-huh. I want to go to Romans 10, 9, and 10 and talk about all right, good, good. salvation. Amen. I want to close out amen. with that because. If nothing else, amen, we we don't want no one to be lost. We want you to receive salvation as a young lady received salvation yesterday. You don't have to receive salvation, amen, at the church. You don't have to receive salvation at your church if you attend, if you have not confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart, amen, that God has raised him from the dead. Come on. Amen. There are so many opportunities to become saved. 
in your bedroom. It's just like when the rapture hit. You would be anywhere. You could be in the tomb. You could be in the bathroom. Come you could on. be in your bedroom. Yeah. You could be at work. When it happens, like the brother said, when it happens, when it hits, oh, my gosh, people won't be at work anymore. Oh, man, you think it's bad now when people don't want to work. You wait till God take up, take away those tens and hundreds of millions of saints off this planet. Come on, how, preacher. How the world system, it's going to collapse temporarily. It's going to be a, a temporary collapse. But he's going to do away with this worldly system, this wicked, evil Babylonian system, this religious system, this government and political system, this economy that, that we got right now. Amen. They want to control you. Amen. Yeah. See, we want yeah. to worry about that. If you receive salvation, like I told the young lady yesterday, like I told the, the small class yesterday, guess what? You don't have to be here. Come on. Make that choice. You don't have to be here when the That's right. Comes That's right. Say, man, you don't have to be here. No, you don't. Amen. But the church will be gone. Gone. We don't have to deal with the mark of the beast. You don't have to deal with the demon, locusts, no. that's going to come out of the pits of hell. Come you don't on, have to worry about it. World War Three. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to worry about World War Three. You don't have to worry about any nuclear bombs or getting shot or killed or being bombed. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about the famine. We see these things taking place right now. This is a, we see the prelude of revelation taking place right before our eyes. Right before Amen. our eyes. Brother, Amen. But I go to the store, buy a handful of stuff. You're talking about $20, $30. I remember back in the day, but I go buy a handful of, stuff, of groceries, just a little few yeah, items. Yeah, you cost a whole lot. $10. Yeah. Yeah. No more than 10 Now you go buy a handful of stuff. Now, man, please, you didn't spend a good 30 bucks. Easy. <laughs> the brother said easy. Amen. Easy, man. That money. Easy. But we see these things that are taking place on this planet. And as I shared with the young lady last night, I said, Romans 10 and 9, that if thou on, shalt confess you. with thy mouth the yeah. Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, and shalt be saved. Uh-huh. Amen. Thou shalt be saved. So, and I told her, I said, you know what? I, I, tell, I tell them the same thing I, I said on the earth. I said, salvation is easier than learning how to drive. If you can drive, salvation is easier than driving. Come on, preacher. And believe in your heart. Thou shalt be saved. God didn't require anything. He said the work has been the work. What work? Christ has already done the work 2,000 years ago. You're trying to work for your salvation. You can't work for your salvation. Ain't nothing you could do to get yourself in heaven. If you think that you're going to do something to get yourself in heaven, you're going to be standing outside, as we say, the pearly gates. You're going to be on the outside. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. You have mercy. You can't. The only way that you can get in is through the blood of Christ. He has already done the work. He has already made the ultimate sacrifice. Ain't nothing you could do. You can't die for nobody's sin. You can't die for your kids, <laughs> sin, your spouse, sin, your Woo! mom and pop. Ain't nothing you could do. Nothing. Man, it is a blessing to be here. It's a blessing it's a to, blessing. to be in the air with you, brother. Amen. I love you. Amen. I God love bless you. Too, you. I love brother, brother Oliver. Amen. Thank you. I love his production team. I like, amen, I like what we have going on. 
amen, till the return of Christ come, we must preach this gospel. We must teach this word to the lost. And, again, we want as many people to come into the kingdom, be praying for our radio ministry, be praying for our listeners, be praying for those that are lost. We pray that we continue to reach out to more and more people. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Go ahead, doctor. Go ahead. Brother, brother, God bless you. God bless you. So glad you were able to join me uh, this afternoon and join me uh, Wednesday. Uh, This is is almighty God making that last run. We are running running in a race, and we must lay aside every sin and every uh, 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 sin that beset us. Looking into Jesus, who the author and finish of our faith, for we are definitely in that period of time. And as I've told you yesterday about the rings of fire, uh, these nations that surround Jerusalem now, they are constantly bombing, and they are constantly making their move to go into the Gaza Strip there and bomb the Jewish uh, settlements that they have over there. And uh, Israel now is thinking about going ground war, ground war. In other words, they're getting their tanks and planes together to fight over there in Jerusalem to try to protect the city of Jerusalem because the Bible says. Now, this is what the Bible said. I didn't say it. I told you before. This is what the Bible said in Zechariah, in the book of Zechariah. It says these words. It says, Behold, behold. The day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. I will gather, listen what he said, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and the half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord shall go forth and fight. God is going to fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, God has fought for the Jews down through the generation. He has never lost a battle. The only way a Jew could lost the Jewish nation lost a battle is when they sinned against God. God didn't permit them to excel in a battle they had sinned against him. But here, listen what it says. It says here, Then the Lord shall go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet, whose feet, shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives. This is Zechariah. Zechariah said his feet shall stand in that day, up on the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem, on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave into the midst of, towards the east and towards the west, and there shall be a very great valley. Half of it, of the mountain, shall be removed towards the north, and the other half towards the south. And this you shall see in the valley of the mountain, for that valley of the mountain shall reach into Azal, and ye shall flee, like as ye fled before the earthquake in the day of Uzziah, the king of Judah. The Lord my God shall come. Listen. The Lord my God shall come, and all the saints, uh-oh, it didn't say all the Baptists. It didn't say all the Presbyterians. It didn't say none of the Catholics. It didn't say none of the Jehovah's Witnesses, any kind of call. It says, and all the saints 
shall be with you. What saints? The saints of God, born-again believers, those that accept Jesus Christ at the end of the seven-year tribulation to tell me the sky, sky, is going to roll back from the east towards the west, and Jesus Christ is going to appear in the heavenlies, in the heavenlies, and he's coming back, Jude said, with 10,000 saints. What you mean? Is that all? No, 10,000 covers the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands of saints of God that receive Jesus Christ while here on this earth, the Old Testament saint, the New Testament saint, the Tribulation uh, 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 Testament saint, guess what? They're all going to come back with Jesus Christ and judge the world. Judge the world. Finally, finally, and I call, I'm considered as an old wolf crying, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. I've been crying for 57, 58 years. Jesus Christ is coming. Jesus Christ saved. Jesus Christ is, woo, Jesus Christ is my hope. The only way to get to heaven, Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. I've been crying like that for 57 years, and he ain't came yet. So what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to keep on crying. I'm going to keep on telling the people. I'm going to keep on being on the broadcast. And as long as I got breath in my body, I'm going to tell you Jesus Christ is coming again. And he's soon to come. As I said before, there's only three more feast days to be fulfilled. Only three more. And these three more, I believe, with my heart, with my mind, with my soul, with my every being, that this is the year that the Feast of the Trumpet is going to be fulfilled because the Feast of Passover has been fulfilled. The Feast of Unladen Bread has been fulfilled. The Feast of First Fruit has been fulfilled. The Feast of Pentecost has been fulfilled. And the last one, I believe, just before the rapture is going to be full, is fulfilled of Pentecost. Pentecost is the conception of the church. That's when the church was born. That was the year of Jubilee. That was when the 50 days after Jesus Christ had went back to heaven, he stayed up on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights to prove himself infallible, and he had proof, and then he went back to heaven, and he told the disciples, go back down there in Jerusalem, and I want y'all to wait. I want you to wait for the promise of the Father, for he shall endue you with power from on high. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And, buddy, it's holy, and it's a ghost, and it's real, because God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you're not worshiping God in the Holy Ghost, you ain't worshiping him. If you worship him in your own spirit, if you worship him in your own know-how, it's not worshiping. The only way you can worship Jesus Christ is in the spirit and in truth. And guess what? The tenth, the 50th day came, and they were sitting there all in one accord, in one place, and they all were filled with the Holy Ghost. And when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they didn't stand still. They got up. They went outside. 
They preached Jesus Christ died and rose again. They preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. The only salvation that man can receive salvation is through Jesus Christ. Apostle Peter said in Acts 4.12, there is no other name given among men where you can be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. I don't care what you, you talk about that religion you got. You talk about I'm a Baptist. I'm a Presbyterian. I'm, I'm a doctor of divinity. I'm this and I'm that. I am a Jehovah Witness. I'm this, I'm that. I don't care what you say you are. I don't care nothing about that. I'm not into that. I'm into who, what Jesus Christ done, and he done it all. He didn't have no help. He didn't want no help. He did it all by himself. He said, I got power enough to lay down my life. And when I lay it down, when I go to sleep, when I'm crucified and die and go to hell and preach to those in prison, I'm going to come up out of hell. I'm going to come up out of hell on my own power and bust the tomb wide open. And now he can say, I got all power, all power in heaven and in earth to save souls to the uttermost. In other words, save them forever. I've got the keys of death, and I've got the keys of hell, and Satan can't touch me. Satan has not the victory over me. He never had. He thought he had, but he failed. And since he's failed, I can save souls now. This is what Jesus is saying. I can save souls now. And the only reason, this is what I'm saying, the only reason people are not getting saved today because they're satisfied with their own living, they're satisfied with their denomination, they're satisfied how they're living, but I don't care how you live. You can live good, 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 good. You can live so much uh, self-righteousness and righteousness all your life, but your self-righteousness is like filthy, dirty, raggedy rags. The only righteousness that can stand before God Almighty is the righteousness of Jesus Christ because he's the one that paid the penalty for sin and he has the only blood that has power enough to separate you from sin, death, hell, and the grave. There is no other denomination. There is no other man. There is no other deity that did what Jesus Christ done. Now, why ain't you worshiping him? Why ain't you bow down to him? Why ain't you confessing with your mouth? Why ain't you telling somebody about the love of God and how he changed your life? I don't care if you're in prison. I don't care if you're in a sane asylum. I don't care where you at. Jesus can save anybody, anytime, any place. If you would just what? Just repent. And turn from your wicked ways. Turn from yourself. Turn from yourself called me and myself and I. Turn away from that lifestyle that you have because it's rotten without Christ. You live in rotten without Jesus Christ. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to drink. You don't have to commit adultery. You don't have to do none of them and still go to hell because the law cannot save you. It's faith in Jesus Christ. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Submit yourself 
under the mighty hand of God Almighty and cry out to Jesus Christ and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me because I ain't no good. I'm trying to play you, and you can't play God. Because if you try to play God, you'll lose every time. Satan has been trying to play God for the last 6,000 years, and guess what? He lost every battle. He cannot win. He's a loser. Don't be a loser. Don't follow the devil. Don't believe, listen, let me tell you something. Don't believe nothing that somebody told you and it didn't come out of the word of God. Don't believe it. Only believe what Christ said. Only believe what the prophet said. Only believe what a born-again believer hey, knows who Jesus Christ is and has had an experience with his power. But if it come out of any other book other than the Bible, don't you go for it. Don't you go for it. Because false religions, all false religions, comes from Lucifer. He is the originator of every false religion. And not all denominations are false religion. Denomination is a, a, a way that that people choose to call themselves. But see, you wasn't born a Baptist. You wasn't, and, and, and a lot of people say, I'm born a Baptist, I die a Baptist. Well, if you born a Baptist and die a Baptist, shame on you. Shame on you. If you were raised in Catholic, raised in any kind of denomination, and you said, that's my way that I'm going to serve God, you're a loser. Loser. If any man try to find another way other than to get to God, Jesus Christ said, you're worse than a thief and a robber. He said, I am, what? The good shepherd. And my sheep know my voice. And the world today is hearing all kind of voices. And it's not Jesus Christ. Well, Jesus Christ is going to tell you right now, before you can know me, you've got to repent. You got to be broken down. You got to have a contrite spirit. You got to humble yourself under the mighty hands of God and tell him, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. I repent of my sins. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The Bible says, Thou shalt be saved. Don't fool around. This is a big year. 2023 is a big year. You talking about a whopper stopper? We headed for a whopper stopper war, and it's going to start right there over there in Jerusalem. And it's it's in the making now. It's in the making. The economy is collapsing. Everything is collapsing. The religious world is collapsing. The political world is shot. The economical is gone. And that's what majority of the world is depending upon. Worldly system. Worldly system is headed for hell. Jesus Christ is the only one that went to hell, came back out of hell, and delivered 
your soul from hell if you come to him and worship him and honor him and respect him and submit your soul to him and ask him to come in to your life. The day of Pentecost is the 28th of June. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I believe prophetically something's going to happen on that day. I believe that. I'm looking for that. Not the rapture. And it's going, the rapture is not going to occur on the day of Pentecost. Because the Pentecost represents 50th day. That means the season in which you start planting. You start planting in June. And so the rapture is not going to happen in June. It's not going to happen in July. It's not going to happen in August. You got a 99.5 opportunity to happen exactly the harvest month. Rosh Hashanah, Feast of the Trumpets. And trumpets in the Bible represent judgment. And when the trumpets blow in Jerusalem, the soul fire is going to blow. The Jews are going to blow it. When they blow it, it's going to come in tune with the heavenly trumpet. And Jesus Christ is going to descend out of heaven and rapture the church. I don't know what day. I don't know what hour. I don't know what minute. I don't know what second. But I know the signs and seasons. And this is just, September will be the season of ingathering, ingathering, harvest time. And the church, the church of the living God, is ready in God's outside to be harvested in the harvest months. Think about it. There are seven feast days a lot of the Gentiles don't know nothing about. And these feast days is according to the Jewish calendar not the Gregorian calendar. And the feast days are exactly seven. And I don't went over them once, but I'm going to say it again. Seven feast days of the Lord that the Jews carried ever since it was given on top of Mount Sinai in the wilderness. God gave them and instructed them, this is how you celebrate each feast day. Feast day first, Passover. The crucifixion, unleavened bread, the sacrifice, first fruit, resurrection, day of Pentecost, birth of the church, conception of the church, feast of trumpets, rapture of the church, feast of Yom Kippur, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Feast of Tabernacles, the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. When Christ comes back with the saints, judge the world at Armageddon, we will enter into the millennium reign 
of Jesus Christ, where Jesus Christ will rule the whole round world with a rod of iron. Tough love during the millennium reign. Christ will come back to this earth. He will build him a temple. He will be king of kings and lord of lords. And the church will rule and reign with him a thousand years. And the world will come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will cover the world like the water cover the sea. And God Almighty is going to restore everything back before the fall of the human race. And men, women, boys, and girls will be born during the millennium reign, and they will live for like 100 years, 200 years, 300 years, and they will repopulate the earth, and they will be tested under one more dispensation. And that dispensation is a dispensation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will be here. People will be born in a natural birth. And they will have an opportunity to go to the temple and see Jesus Christ, see the nail prints in him. They will be going to uh, uh, celebrate the feast day. They will be ministering to people. The saints of God will be ministering. The animal kingdom will come back and become uh, uh, playful. They will be, have no, they won't be wild. They'll be tame. There'll be no more wars. There'll be no more killings. There'll be no more rape. There'll be no more as far as sin in that clause. The only sin that men probably could commit is a sin of unbelief. Because if you sin and do a drastic sin, even in the flesh at that time, you will be dealt with right away, right away. And since Jesus Christ would be here, he would be the first and final judge of the situation. So the millennium reign is the last dispensation for mankind that God is going to rule him under until after that. Satan will be let loose one more time. Lord, have mercy. One more time. He'd been loose for 6,000 years. He was bound for 1,000 years. He's going to be let loose after the 1,000 years. And men that were born during the millennium reign that did not accept Jesus Christ, he's going to try to muster up another, another horse of people that's called Gog and Magog at the end of the millennium reign, and try to ransack Jerusalem again. That's simple, Simon. He's a lost cause. He ain't going to win. And those that turn against Christ after they have seen a witness of him, they will be cast into the lake of fire. And there they will burn forever. Why? Why? because they reject the ultimate sin sacrifice that Jesus Christ done. God Almighty let himself be sacrificed and die the physical death himself. One God, one baptism, one heaven and one hell. After the millennium reign, 
all the wicked dead will be raised from the dead and stand before the great white throne. And the Bible said books were open, and then another book was open. You talk about books, woo! And God is going to suspend every wicked soul that rejected God's mercy will stand in the midst of the universe, and they're going to be judged out of the things that is written in the book. This is called the great white throne. This is the final and the conclusion of the end of the world. That's the end of the world. The rapture of the church is not the end of the world. It's the end of the church age. The tribulation period at the end of tribulation is not the end of the world. That's the judgment of the world. The millennium is to replenish the earth for the last dispensation under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. And after that, the millennium, all the wicked dead will be resurrected and judged out of the books. And the name that was not found written in the book of life, they all was cast into the lake of fire. There is a lake. There is a fire. There is a judgment, and God is going to do it by himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Don't die lost. Don't die without Christ. Don't leave this world. Don't think about leaving this world. You don't want to leave this world without Christ. And people today don't even care whether they live or die without. They don't care. The only time they will really care is when they find themselves in the predicament that they never, 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 never will get out of. You will never get out of hell. You will have to pay for your own sins. And sin is so devastating. Sin is so rotten. And God is so holy. God is so holy that he cannot bear sin anymore. He bared it once. But after the great white throne, sin will be eliminated and set apart forever in a lake that burns with fire and brimstone. Don't go to hell. Don't die without the love of God in your heart. Don't die without being sanctified. Don't don't die without being justified. If you want to die, die with Christ, knowing that he has saved your soul from hell. And you will be like a little peep squeak. You'll be like an ant. You'll be like a grasshopper in a lake of fire forever because you reject the love of God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come to Jesus. 
And you can come to him right now, wherever you are. He loves you. I love you. I love for you to repent and turn to Christ. Because God loved you so much that he was willing enough and loving enough to take your punishment on Calvary. He took it, all of it. And he leave, he didn't leave nothing out. And don't don't let don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the devil folks are getting saved everywhere. Folks are getting saved in jail, prison, ministries going over, people getting saved across the iron curtains in every country. Somebody is accepting Jesus Christ right now, right now, right now. You don't hear nothing about it, but people are getting saved because that's God's business. The world don't want nothing to do with God's business, and God don't want to do nothing with your business unless you want him in your business. If you don't want him in your business, God can step back. But if you step back, there's a day coming you wish he would step up. My brothers, my sisters, the loved ones out there that I don't know but I yet know, receive Christ right now. Confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And the Bible said, thou shalt be saved. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. want you to continue on listening. Once you continue on to tell your brothers and sisters, listen to the preachers on the Internet. We come on 5 o'clock on Sundays, 9 o'clock on Wednesday night. We come on Saturdays. We come on 7 o'clock. My time, mid-time is 6 o'clock. Tell somebody, tell somebody that Jesus saves. In Jesus' name, I give you all that I have from the word of God. Till we meet again, may God bless you. May God smile upon you. May he keep you until we meet again. We don't meet here. I hope to meet you in glory. Thank you, Jesus. God bless.